What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your movie podcast for reboots, remakes, sequels, adaptations, why we keep retelling these stories, and if there is any reason that they're still relatable or worth doing today. As always, I'm your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And this week we are kicking off, phase five is kicking off of the MCU, I believe. is Well, this would be the second in five because I'm technically quantum manium. That's right. The second one in five. Yeah. Can't even, can't even keep track of what's been (laughs) out now. Uh, Yes. Guardians of the galaxy three has made it to theaters as James Gunn bows his farewell to the MCU for now. Who knows? Um, Terrence, what'd you think? Uh, So guardians, probably because of sports material because I'll, I'll get on to the point of how that first one began and how it touched my soul um but i, I love these guardians movies um it is probably my favorite from start to finish franchise and this one definitely sticks the landing for me i think it's it's something to be said for um james gunn being the person to start have the middle and finish this property where some of the other trilogies have all had you do two or you do one and then we're moving over to the next the next director that hasn't felt in the same the cohesiveness has not been there and this one it finally does and i kind of you can see that there's a beginning middle and end and i think one thing that james gunn does really well is manage to have a bunch of characters and for this one they all all the major guardians all your your first five uh all have sort of a a, a satisfying closeout on this which is is a hard thing to do because uh, they all sort of meet every character everybody has one of their favorite characters it's like they're this is my favorite this is my favorite this is my favorite and i think when this is over they all have sort of that ah oh, that's that's what i need to see um it's heartfelt it's powerful it gets dark this is one of those it gets kind of kind of dark in here um but it is a story that i just felt satisfied from start to finish for me i I've always sat with this because uh, that that first movie opens with uh, Quill mom passing from cancer, and I was like, "Well, you got me," because I I was Quill when I was a kid, so I get that, and then just kind of get sucked up, and and for it to all come full circle, and I was I've always sat there, even when I was rewatching these before we came in, I was like, "Man, he kind of just never went back to see his his grandfather," and then we we finally get a sort of send off for that, and that just kind of like ah, perfect bow on all of this. It it is. Is it perfect for me? It is because I like these weird sci-fi films. It's long, um, but I I just had enjoyment from start to finish, and I think opening up and this is this is Rocket Story, um, and just opening up with Radiohead Creep. I've listened to that seven times since I've left that theater, and I was like, well, I'm in it now. And James Gunn consistently from start from each film has managed to make music sort of that through line that attaches, even if you don't know the story, if you don't know these characters, that sometimes music sort of attaches us all. And just, it's the one series that I think when you go back to it, you can watch the Guardian series without the rest of the the MCU. And it holds up really well, which I don't think any of the other trilogies really do. Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's a little more challenging now because I think some of the like major I don't want to call them teases, but threads like guardians one always ended with Drax's Ronan was just a puppet. I have right. to kill Thanos. Yeah. And Thanos is gone for the rest of those films, Right. <laughs> uh, which, I, you know, I just always want more. Like I'm with you. I loved it. 
uh, the Guardians movies I've always really liked. And that 2014 is such a unique space and time for me that almost when I watch them, like, oh, but remember all of the things that we were doing and starting then? Yeah. Uh, They've always had, I think, the some of the biggest heart punches, the biggest character moments, the biggest risks in just doing like weird, odd Mm -hmm. nonsense. It's not quite like Joss Whedon quippy and it's not quite. I don't know, a, like overdose of Taika Waititi or an overdose of Sam Raimi that some people thought we got. There were a few moments where I was like, well, James is really going back to his trauma days. And I, <laughs> I could have got, got off the meat planet five minutes earlier. That was just my like, everything's a little gross. And it feels like a 2005 Xbox video game where everything's like <laughs> pulsing. And I just, I'm not about this life. Um, <laughs> but still loved it. And you're right. This is, it's Rocket's movie. When we let him go crazy, I don't, I don't know how this was, like the the closest we're gonna get to an R until Deadpool shows up. Some of the yeah. moments in this movie, I were just so much more violent than we've seen before. I think mm-hmm. uh, the villain is so much more evil. Like there were even parts of me that were like, I don't want to watch the animals get hurt anymore. I don't, I can't, this is so much. Torturing like, animals straight up wiping out civilizations. You're like, oh, this, he, he is hands down one of the worst villains that we've seen. On- I, I, I had moments where I was like, well, Thanos would never. <laughs> he would never, he would never. <laughs> like, yeah. The, the RoboCop, I don't know if it's an homage or a reference or what, but the face peel back on him. So many great, almost like Terminator two horror moments where you keep mm-hmm. being like, well, it's not really a horror film, but like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of great visuals to not spoil anything if you haven't seen it, but like some of those moments you are just, uh, if you have little ones in the theater, you probably are There's not a of wanting them. Moments. Yeah. You're going to be like, Hey, wait a minute. You shouldn't be here. Uh, yeah. It's, oh it's man, awesome. that, that ending is just like, Oh my it's God. Like, oh, yeah. This got dark quick. <laughs> Yeah, I think what James done, like I, I feel like Guardians is sort of responsible for the 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 rabbit hole that we've kind of gone down of all these films, saying, "Hey, let's do comedy, let's do comedy, everything should be ha 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 funny," and and sort of with the space space side of it, like anything that's cosmic, let's go super wacky and fun. But James is the one guy who has managed to he balances comedy with heart, whereas I feel like all the others like just go balls to the walls comedy and. I, I, Thor specifically, I think, is the one that kind of just didn't get that that the, the balance correctly, and it's kind of like, oh yeah, James, you you are responsible for this, but nobody else quite has managed to carry that baton the way that these Guardians films have. I mean, I think I would argue that Whedon might be more. I think Avengers, and but it definitely got solidified there. But even but, but even but even Avengers gets unnecessarily quick, where everybody yeah, sounds everyone exactly starts the same. being Robert yeah. Downey. Yeah, like I yeah. really thought, like it's really it's Age of Ultron and 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 some Whedonisms that get in there that well, I'm like, the oh, while the comedy is there, they don't they all have their own tone. Like Rocket's comedy is very different than Drax's comedy, and, and vice versa. And, and it's it it's something I've been noticing. In older movies, uh, I've been rewatching a lot of 80s action films like Terminator and Commando and Ghostbusters. And I'm noticing more and more. It's the best time. time. (laughs) More and more, I'm realizing that a lot of these movies had comedy in them 
And I know it's very easy for people to now be like, well, the Marvel movies are getting too wacky. If you're like, they've always had comedy. And I've usually been the like, they've always had comedy person. And I think I'm starting to figure out the issue. When you go back to Ghostbusters, Terminator, I'm even going to use Fast and the Furious. All of the comedy moments come from the characters and never mm-hmm. from the world. It's like, not no- a comedy. It's the comedic situations come out of terror, horror, or whatever the hell they're like. Robocop is the same way. That's another one of those ones where you're like, the comedy comes out of these situations that you're in. And like the the Ghostbusters is the easiest one to explain this with. It's like those first two never make fun of the science. They never make fun of the ghosts. You never have like a Ryan Reynolds type being like, we're going to suck them up in vacuums. Crazy. And if you even go back to like phase one, phase two and phase three and most of phase four, it's like Robert Downey Jr. never makes jokes about the suit. The Hulk never makes jokes about being the Hulk. Cap's never like, yeah, I'm going to go in there with my shield and my red, white, and blue stripes. Like everyone accepts the world they're in. Mm-hmm. And like maybe you get a few moments where they're like, okay, now there's aliens. Fine. Fuck it. Yeah. But usually those moments are like, seeing it, still we're working it. on believing. Like right. that's like, I, I, I don't the believe this. Best, but we're here they are. Yeah. yeah the be- <laughs> best Avengers line is like, you seeing this, seeing it, still working on believing. And you're like, yep. <laughs> and we're done. He's not yeah. going to make any more. And guardians does that so well. They're never like a meat planet. Can I get a snack while we're right. there? It's are they just, all vegans? Yeah, just, They're just like, yeah, it's a bio planet. We're going to go there and like do this and get our, our raccoon back. And mm-hmm. that's going to be it. And most of the comedy is like, making fun of each other or having like Seinfeldian moments with Drax or right. Cause they're like, a family now. So they just, they know each other's buttons and they're just having, it's a, it's a family comedy with them, but the world that they live in is not what they're making fun of. So yeah. Even like the first one, when Drax like is doing his thing, and you have the moment where Quill's like, oh, what is your deal? It's like, oh, his metaphors go over his head. Like, we just, that's what it is. We're done. We don't need to, like, make fun of Drax anymore. Right. Instead, the comedy is going to be the, like, finger on the throat, death, right? I get metaphors. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Until Mantis calls him stupid, and I was like, and now we're getting mean. Because that's, were- it's harsh. Yeah. There were two or three moments in this movie where I was like, okay, I think the team has to break up. We're getting a we're getting and real mean. And it's weird because like I, I was okay with Nebula calling him that because she's the newest of the family and she doesn't like I don't really like him. But when she said when Mantis said, I was like, oh, that's, that's and then harsh. she, she then never she apologizes, she just she makes just him forget. Him and I was like, I don't like that either. Like it's just <laughs> I had to those weird moments where I was like, Why are we being mean? That's yeah. we're the team though. <laughs> this is yeah. Uh, but I did love Mantis and Nebula and Nebula, especially I thought had a great arc of like, she just gets angrier and angrier and Mantis just being like, no, you're not, mm-hmm. you have to get on their level. Like he's an idiot, but you're mean and you're both just so aggravating to be around. Right. Oh my God. And I sort of <laughs> love that at the end, she was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I have I to go. F- I just yeah. did what he said. I'm just doing what y'all say. And even when Drex was like, I'll go. She's like, no, no, I'm not doing this. And like, it was cool to see like Nebula call him. I was like, nope, she needs to do her own thing. I need you here with me. And then yeah. her, what she says to him was just amazing. Uh, you were never meant to be the destroyer. Yeah. You're meant to be a dad. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really wanted everybody to die kind of, and really just like watch a slaughter, but we did great endings for everyone. For everybody. Yeah. Like everybody got a really nice, send off uh which is great and i will say this too i I also was really happy that 
they didn't try to clean up and just put Gamora back to being how she was before. Like, I appreciated that. Like, nope, this is the old school Gamora. And she'll go on on this and she see hints, she sees hints of why the other version of Gamora may have fallen, but she's like, I, I, we don't have that connection. I can't do that. I love that it didn't end cleanly as some of these Hollywood movies do. So I have like a Doc Brown question with that oh. though. Okay. So in-game's rules for time travel are basically Back to the Future meets Terminator. It's not quite a circle. We can change the future, but we are going to make a tangential timeline. However, we can't erase that timeline. We can just sort of put all the pieces back. Clip all the branches is what Steve says. He's got the hammer. He's got the stones. It's the button. He's gone. Gamora is one of the branches. She is. I also loved like we snapped, we killed everybody from that time, but her don't tell me why. And I'm like, well, clearly <laughs> that like that was some Tony thing. I don't I always like... get weird because like the snap doesn't always make sense because it feels like when Tony does it, he specifically pinpoints. Tony's is Tony's out. is focus. Tony yeah. is like yeah. and you have to assume that in the five years that him and Rocket were together, Rocket told him about Gamora and he probably was like, not her. Right. Like that was probably if these movies were like in the stupid way, I want them connected. There would have been a moment where somebody would have been like, that was Peter's gift. You guys spent yeah. that or not Peter. That would have been like, like that gets Tony. Tony. If yeah. Thor was still on the team, he could have been like, well, that would have been, that would have been Iron Man's gift to you. Quill. I'd have to watch those back too. Cause does Tony, I don't, I can't recall. Does Tony know that Gamora, he knows by that point that Gamora, their Gamora has died. Correct. By the time the only person who knows that Gamora is well, they all know that she's dead. We don't know. We assume, I guess, is the right. better one because all you really get is Nebula being like, "He went to go get the Soul Stone. Correct. He didn't come back with Nebula." Correct. Yeah, because there is no like when she sent when Clint and and That's Natasha right. go, they nobody knows, including right. Nebula, that you had to throw someone off that cliff. That right. is all like Hawkeye knows. Yeah, Thanos knows. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think we can assume that in the five years he was around at some point, someone rocket, somebody was like, here was the team and what These we went through. Guardian stake around like, yeah, so Tony just didn't stop him out. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean, there's but is that, that 2014 fucked forever because like Thanos is gone and Gamora didn't go back. So like, is there a weird 2014 branch? Just Nebula getting just. Or should I assume the TVA handled it and this was all before? Oh yeah. That's or am I on some looper? Let's not sit here with toothpicks. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not over. Let's you're not, not thinking fourth dimensionally, Marty. The Thanos won't even minutes. be there. <laughs> By the time you get back, I and Gamora will be fine. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, my like, well, she has to go back to clip the branches because they technically would have returned the power stone to that timeline. Correct. Correct. Uh, so I just I just need like a stupid little comic book that's like, here it is. <laughs> I just need to go walk into a comic shop and be like, here's a canon MCU comic answering your yeah. stupid question that no one else cares about. <laughs> It's funny because you can tell, like, James, he's even said it so much. He's like, yeah, obviously, they were going to always use the the, the Guardians in those movies. He's like, and I don't always agree with everything that they did in them. But, like, my story was always this story. So I kind of had to get them back to sort of reset the best way that I could. Like, when they left with Thor, he's like, I was so confused and upset. Like, God, yeah, Thor's not a part of my story at all. <laughs> would have loved would have loved in the 11th hour though if somebody had been like let me just let me let me see if you got a babysitter 
<laughs> or Drax being like, we need a man. You're a yeah. guy. I'm going to call the man. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have minded it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I do. It, it definitely feels like James, like, I want to give. Because this is a very focused story. This yeah. doesn't really connect to anything else with the MCU. You have some stuff that may get like brought up later as we go along, but it's very like, nope, I'm telling the story about the Guardians. And that's kind of, I, I actually dug that. I think we often have gotten tied up to this. Everything has to attach to something else has to be about the next, the next story beat. And this felt like a final spot for this version, this iteration of the Guardians. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they had ton, like, I loved Cosmo could have done that forever. Yeah. Um, Craglin, I love the, mm-hmm. I love that arrow. I just want to keep seeing that arrow. Yeah. Groot also great. And I loved all of Peter's like, you guys have to just assume I'm going to get out of these situations. Yeah. It's yeah. like he almost starts sounding like Archer or a character from It's Always Sunny, where it's like, oh, I'm like, always going to figure out a plan. Why, why wouldn't you just wait there? You know, I'm yeah. going to get out of this. I'm going to escape somehow. <laughs> we don't know it yet, but we will once it happens. Yeah. Him I, jumping uh, out of that building and Groot flying down was some of the coolest some nonsense. Yeah, there's some amazing action beats in this film. Uh, it, it has fun. The needle drops obviously are good. I And I love it's It's super simple. And I know some people were getting confused by it, but I, I feel like you shouldn't have. But the the us as an audience, we've been around Groot so long that we understood his line when he says, I, I love you guys. Um, it's not him. He actually still said, I am Groot to them. But we as the Oh, audience, I didn't pick that up. That, that's us yeah, under that's, Oh, that's we've been clever. Around his family, so now that we finally understand what he said, but it, he's still actually saying I am Groot. All right, With that's that. fair. Yeah. That's some like you know, Korg's narrating Thor four, and I'm like, I guess that works. Which is why I think they were keeping the like Gamora doesn't understand because Gamora doesn't understand, so she finally does at the very end, and then they're like, now you as the audience understand. Okay, understand. I was gonna be my next thing to pick at, but that makes sense. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. The, everything really worked for me. I think the only two things that didn't were maybe I would have, and I don't, not that it didn't work. I just would have liked more Adam Warlock. I felt like we did a lot of hype for him to kind of have him be the B list vision in this movie, but I I'm curious yeah. where we go. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not mad that he's still, I mean, he's still on the board. So that that's helpful. I, and I do love that. Like we as comic fans know that there are many variations or many versions of warlocks. If you take him out of the cocoon too early, you did a little bit more of a goofy or slower one. And then you get yeah. an omnipotent one. So I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. He is sort of underused, but he, he is brutal, but he bees a beast when he shows he up and just brutal. starts slugging them. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. This is, I would have liked like some like philosopher moments. I, but you know, I feel like he's a tough character to do now because one Thanos and the stones and the soul gym and soul world and all of that. And a part of me was like, well, you know, he's this great philosopher and I'm a sucker for stupid philosophical lines in movies. And then a part of me was like, but vision was doing that for like 10 years. Yeah. And I don't, it's going to be tough. I think to kind of bridge that gap. Yeah. Uh, but also whatever, I don't care. Have two of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also, and it's not that it doesn't work for me. If we're going to keep having Sylvester Stallone show up, I need him to start doing some, some some Stallone stuff. 
I just keep being like, he's back. Oh, he's it's, here. It's weird ah. to keep seeing him. And then see, like, even when his, I saw his name, when we when the credits were rolling, I was like, oh, Stallone's in this. Cool. It's like, like he made the opening credits. Right, like, we're doing him, it. Right. I'm like, he's in this, but no action beats with him, which just seems odd that we keep bringing it's not action icon around and like cool nothing for you sir not in the suit at the end i thought when him and gamora got out of the ship i was like "Ooh, they're gonna be like a couple now and that's why all of this isn't working yeah. uh but i really i'm just like i just i want to i want him to do something i just want something yeah yeah give no, me give me that prison scene with the arrow but with like him and craglin and cosmo give me a dope track beat and yeah. him just like going nuts <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is weird to keep it in Stallone and because consider obviously it's Stallone still doing it. Like he's got his TV show, like he still wants to do the action. So I don't know why they didn't. That's a good point. I never even thought about that. I'm yeah. like, it works for the gravitas. Like every now and then you yeah. do see, like you see a character sometimes, you're like, oh, this should be like an older, yeah. like somebody who steals the scene. It's kind of like them adding Kurt Russell to the Fast franchise. Like, he really didn't do anything, but he was there to sort of just be that weight, that heavy. That kind yeah. Of, all right. It's like, oh, but he can carry any moment yeah. we put him in. Like, yeah. we, we're going to be all right. Yeah. But uh, I am like, ooh, Guardians 4, just open with some Stallone heist. I don't yeah. need much. I just <laughs> want some. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything else was like tight as a bow. I was like, well, you could maybe you really give me an hour. I can get 20 minutes out of that movie. But I'm not like, oh, why are we like doing this? Yeah. yeah, it's funny because like I know it's two hours and 30, but I, I and yes, it's long. But I, I didn't I, I would have to go back and watch that. It'd be like, where do we Every, probably probably the meat plant stuff, some meat stuff a little bit. There's some um, Nathan Fillion back and forth. That's just there to be fun. But I we got a little flashback stuff. Oh, you don't touch I any of that. Really but it was all <laughs> all of that work. Yeah, all of that work. Everything no, no, no. The high evolutionary. That keep every scene that he is in. You keep those. Sid from Toy Story Space Playground. We don't touch. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. That broke my heart. Every moment in there, I was like, I didn't. I really. I was so ready to cry in Wakanda Forever, and I was like, I'm sure Guardians will like get me, but it's very hard to make me cry in movies. And I was just like, you son of a, you son of a. <laughs> You, all right, yeah. James. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, a, it's a it's a gut punch at times. Um, and I thought because you would think that going in being the final one, you'd be like, all right, they're going to kill it. You're going to kill someone, and that's going to be the sad part. Like, nope, that's not what's sad. Oh, everything else is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, everything. Like, God, come on. And then they're like, oh, also, he has children and animals. And you're like, come on. Jesus, how, this man is Oh, my God. I know I, I'm pretty sure I said on the podcast that I'm getting a little tired of the redeemable villain. And, oh, we can relate to him. And, like, maybe Thanos was right. I'm getting a little fatigued on it. I didn't mean we had you to go crazy. Right. Like, I, it's like... <laughs> Come on! Oh, he's torching like four animals. That's not too bad. Oh, it's like all the animals. Oh, cool! He made a planet of people. He's gonna burn kids. Jesus! Oh my god! Yeah, I love the animal planet. I loved it. All of it. So good. So yeah, kind of Earth. It was dope to see. It was dope to see that. Uh, I, I, there's so many small things because these are all parts of like counter counter Earth exists in the comics. So it's all kind of cool to see like, oh, this is what this is what you're doing. And he's taking James is really good at taking things out of the obscure ones that like, oh, that's kind of cool in the comics or not, doesn't really mean that much and make 
you give a damn about every single piece of it, which is a fascinating thing to do and just shows you. I know people like to say, like, oh, we don't want that comedy or whatever, but he gets characters. He gets the No, I want the comedy. Let me be clear. I don't not want it. Yeah. His Superman is going to be really solid because if there's nothing else to be said, he gets the heartbeat of characters. No, yeah, he he gets in there and he figures out how to do it. And we we see it time and time again in this one. It's really it's a roller coaster. It's really yeah. there's no other word for it. It's it's interesting, too, because bringing in Earth and a lot of the high evolutionary stuff does bring us into like the like, why are we telling this story today? And I was like, oh, there is a lot of almost like I hate saying it, but but like almost like James Cameron type themes. Like it almost really reminded me of T2 when they're those kids are playing with the guns. They're like, we're gonna kill you. It's like we're not gonna make it, are we? No, mm-hmm. you're programmed to self-destruct. Oh yeah. Kind of a dr- bummer. That drive on Counter Earth going down to get to the to to the high evolutionary spot where he's just looking at all the stuff like that, the back alleys and all the stuff you're doing, like, oh, this is the this, we're ending up in the same place no matter how much evolved or a different version you're doing it still ends up in the same stuff that regular earth did you still got crime you still got homeless people you still got people i was like oh that's yeah that was the that was the quickest <laughs> and strongest way to like deliver yeah. what this movie is about of just like it's all about rocket it's rocket story and like the trauma he's gone through and it's so much about like we're a family but eventually like the family has to like let each other go you gotta get kicked out of the nest at some yeah. point it's time mm-hmm. to go to college or whenever yep. people leave their homes and yeah. then move back in and like then move out family, again but i gotta i gotta go do this i gotta go yeah yeah it's a very good way but i think like another layer that's on top of it is this weird like we can talk about all of the ways to make everything better and all of the if this and then that and if perfect. only like yeah. and it's not coming uh, you're just gonna have to work on the the forgiveness yourself all all the stuff that like rocket went and did when he keeps being like but why this rag you're so smart it's like well he's he's made connections with people and sure he understands the science but he's got something that like you don't right he has the like there and since he isn't the t800 there is no now i know why you cry moment this is terminator one where it's just like i have a mission and i will burn this entire planet down to do this exactly like (laughs) when he's when he's freaking out on the ship and everyone does the mutiny on him it's like yep you've now pissed off everyone in your corner (laughs) awesome like can you slow down a bit it's like no 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 it's nah. like, man, we've never had a villain in the MCU who everyone around him is like, hey, guys. This guy's I, wrong. <laughs> I think he's lost it. Because we've got like a pretty good thing going here. We can start and over and not All he this. wants is this raccoon brain. And I don't think he understands that like, we don't need it. <laughs> we can do this without that. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean... And everything else is just icing on top. Now, 114 at the box office. Mm-hmm. We've teased the next team. We've teased the return of the legendary Star-Lord on Earth. <laughs> we've we've set up all the pens. Yeah. We're in it. Let's keep going. The Marvels is next. Secret Invasion's coming. I'm just still so on this dumb train. I am too. Yeah. Oh, man. And that uh, I think that's our show, everyone. So thank you for listening. And we will be back in two weeks for fast x 
And in that time, you can, of course, leave us a review, leave your comments on the YouTube channel, on Twitter at Hollywood ADI, on TikTok at Hollywood Already Did It. I'm at, as always, Blake, and Terrence is at Terrence Tatum. And uh, we will be back. Later.